This podcast is brought to you by Afifima. Welcome to Thank God It's Monday with Tony Aliogenarafel. Workplace competition is a common thing. Man is a competitive being, often desiring to outdo oneself and others. We all know how hard it is to succeed in a competitive market and how we are constantly tempted to seek our own advantage at others' expense, the dog-eat-dog model of competition. At the same time, we know competition also has beneficial effects. Competition has crashed prices and dramatically improved quality in almost all sectors. A neighborhood with one grocery store will tend to get worse service at higher prices than one with three grocery stores. The pressures of competition are both constructive and dangerous. Constructive in the sense that it encourages excellence, value creation, and accountability to customers. But dangerous because it could lead to temptation to cut corners, deceive customers, or disrupt the work of competitors. Competition both destroys and creates worlds and jobs. Competition also cultivates both fear and hope. Christians who see competition in the workplace should learn how to handle it well so that it could be a blessing for them, their co-workers, and superiors. We should all learn to redeem the time and use it in our favor. Are you facing competition, intense or not, in your workplace? Your response will depend on how you see it. Everything will change if you entertain a paradigm shift. What if you choose to focus on glorifying God rather than competing? Aside from seeing competition as a motivation to improve oneself, we should primarily see marketplace competition as a means to glorify God. How can that be? Let me explain. The Bible tells us that whatever we do, we must work at it heartily as unto the Lord. When a co-worker does well, we should be happy with them and thank God for their success. When we work hard and do our best to excel for God, we end up pleasing our bosses and co-workers as well. When it's all said and done, we don't even mind if we're at the top or not. What matters is that we have honored God with our work. Thinking this way makes competition irrelevant. So then, what if I say you have no real competitors? I know that runs counterintuitively to everything you and I have been taught to believe. But stay with me. My goal is to help us as God's ambassadors in the marketplace to transform our mindset, reorient, reconceptualize, and recontextualize commercial business and take it to a higher level of excellence. In order to do this, we have to change some of our conventional perspectives. Competition is generally defined as a state of trying to somehow win or gain something that is either possessed or wanted by others. It is the idea that we are striving to outdo another for some peculiar prize or profit. Let's review the traditional mental models of competition against what the Bible has to say about the concept of competition. To compete, you must necessarily compare. We have been indoctrinated with the idea that we are always competing against someone or some entity for happiness, fame, and fortune. In our careers and businesses, we compete for rewards and prizes that consist of everything from job promotion, executive compensation packages, to record-breaking earnings, industry accolades, and market share. This preoccupation with competing against other individuals and entities result in our tendency to constantly compare ourselves with others. The Bible cautions us against comparing ourselves with others 
to the point of provoking one another and becoming conceit and envious of others, because envy is like cancer to the bones. It is important to note that these biblical admonitions against comparisons are applicable to not only comparisons made between individuals, but also comparisons made between enterprises. It doesn't matter whether we are comparing ourselves with our colleagues or comparing our company with another company. The core issue is that constant comparisons tend to be problematic from a spiritual perspective because they take our focus off God. To compete is aiming to dispossess. The Bible also warns us against coveting or longing for what others possess. In these ways, we should never be jealous of the talents, gifts, abilities, possessions, and success of others. Being overtly concerned with other people's success is counterproductive. What God has for you is truly for you. When Jesus is your standard, you have no real competitors. God grants wisdom to the righteous and protects those who walk in integrity. As Christian professionals and business leaders, we are to examine and evaluate our own individual conduct and work standards, not based on comparison against others, but based on God's principles, values, and purpose for our lives. Jesus was a very good carpenter. The author of the Gospel of Luke records that he was respected and had a reputation for excelling on his job even at an early age. He carried his commitment to excellence into his public ministry as a consummate communicator, a master teacher, a miracle worker, and an incredible leader who turned illiterate peasant farmers into world-class leaders who turned history's largest empire on its ears. But why was Christ driven to excel? Was it because he wanted to dominate the carpentry business in Nazareth? Or was it driven because he wanted to prove that he was better than the religious leaders in his days? Certainly not. Christ gave his very best for only one reason. For him, it had to do with his spiritual relationship with his God. Excellence for him was not a career or ministry necessity, but a spiritual imperative. And how do I know? Listen to him in John chapter 17, verse 4. And I quote, It says, I have glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work which you have given me to do. We'll take a break here, and I'll be back in a moment. Afifima is the deluxe fashion brand for today's woman. We aim to become a global fashion brand of class, femininity, and sophistication, with the ultimate goal of making women of all ages look and feel ageless. Visit us today at www.afifima.com. Welcome back. But isn't competition sometimes a positive force in business? While intellectually we may understand and appreciate biblical warnings against the concept of competition, we may still be grappling with deep-rooted attitudes and ideologies about competition. While some of us perceive competition as negative or necessary nuisance that we have to deal with in business, many of us see it as a positive force inspiring us to perform better. Some of us may be thinking, isn't competition a good thing, especially when it causes us to strive for excellence? It's certainly acceptable to appreciate the fruitful kingdom-building work of others. I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't allow the success and blessing of others to inspire and motivate us to achieve our personal best and professional excellence. The Bible says we should consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. I believe in striving for self-improvement, 
I'm simply advocating that the primary way to excel is not by comparing ourselves and competing against others, but by following God's principles for how we should lead our lives and govern our businesses. As Christians, our interests must be centered on a lifestyle and a business protocol that glorifies God. We are called to a higher level of authority and a standard of excellence because we serve an excellent God and have a perfect role model in Jesus. This is why we are encouraged to press towards the mark for the prize of a higher calling of God in Christ Jesus. This manner of competing can be a means of spreading the gospel. Unknown to others who don't believe in Christ, the Christian has the most powerful motivation and driving force, Jesus Christ. As such, we should also see competition as a means to spread the gospel in the workplace. How? When our colleagues ask us why we are striving hard to excel, we simply say it's because we serve Christ. When our colleague asks us why we act sportsman-like and have a pleasant attitude at work even when we are not the employee of the month, it's because we serve Christ. When our colleagues ask us why we do what we do, we tell them it's because of Christ. Godly competition also involves honest business dealing. Even when your competitors don't play fair, the economic cost of good ethics can sometimes be overstated. Businesses that behave themselves will earn a good reputation and repeat business, and save money on the cost of conflict. Nevertheless, being ethical involves re-sacrifice. It sometimes costs the whole business. In a falling world, the good guys don't always come up on top, at least so it seems in the present age. My final word, when we live from outside in and take our cues from our surroundings, everything and everyone becomes a threat. But when we live from inside out, we have peace. Jesus says the kingdom of God does not come with observation. Nor they will say, see here or see there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Glad you could join me today. May the blessings of God rest on you eternally. Ciao.